Hello everyone, and I hope you're all doing really, really well. As always, I promise you that I'm going live every single day from Monday to Friday, regardless if it's Christmas, Christmas Eve, and right now it's the 23rd of December. So if you are listening to this live, I want to say thank you for taking the time. If you are watching this in the Facebook group or you're listening to this past tense on the podcast, I want to say thank you very much. When you get started and we go straight away into this episode, where I believe I'm going to give you the most amount of value and also the secrets of what personal trainers are never telling you. So let's go into it. I want to do my intro. Let's go right now. So welcome to another episode of the Project Hourglass podcast. This is your host, Sean. And of course, I'm going to be delivering you the best value that I can every single episode, the best I can. And today I thought, how am I going to really attract the attention of people whilst also delivering a lot of content? So today's episode is going to be telling you about the secrets that personal trainers never really tell you. And then it makes you question why they're giving you something when especially you're going to see them for a specific goal. So things that personal trainers don't really tell, and I don't know if this is something that is probably common across the board in every single profession. I already have seen it with GPs and doctors and general practitioners or any of the sort, even physiotherapists or anyone who's trying to help me, they never really seem to be doing the job of explaining things. And personal trainers, I don't believe, are any different. So this is why I've always made such a big focus on communication. But of course, it requires two people. People have to be met halfway to receive it. So if you're listening to this right now, now, I understand that you're here and ready to understand what I'm here to show you, talk to you, and teach you when it comes to fat loss, changing your life, and also being the best version of yourself. Because it is so hard to have to talk to people who aren't willing to learn. And it goes to just even me as well. I have to be in a right frame of mind to learn something. So I want to say thank you once again for supporting me through this podcast journey. And if you have liked any single post, commented on any single post, watched my stories, listened to the podcast, left me a review, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. So let's get straight into it. Let's picture this right now. You're going to a personal trainer and you told them, hey, look, I want to make the best changes in my life and I want to make sure I can get this goal. I want to make sure I feel confident. I want to wear any dress that I can, any piece of clothing I can. I want to feel fit enough to play with my kids. I want to lose you know, 10 kilos. I want to feel strong again. And all you get in response is, okay, do this. And you look at it and maybe you don't have the knowledge of a personal trainer, but you look at it and you're like, that's a bit odd. It feels like you haven't been heard to or listened to. So that's on the onus of behalf of all personal trainers. I say, sorry. But what I want to do is actually bridge the gap between you and also your next potential coach. It could be me, it could be a next person, it could be someone down the road, it could be your friend. But what I want to try and do is communicate when you get this program, you're looking at it like that seems a bit easy. And right now I want to communicate why you think easy is good. Because I don't want you to think that you have to do the hardest thing possible. It is going to get there one day, trust me. But when you can do these simple things, I'm going to bridge this gap on why we do it. And I'm going to break down each simple thing that you might see that is almost unnecessary to you 
But trust me when I say, when you listen to this episode, you're gonna understand why it's gonna be so useful. So the first thing I wanna do that is gonna help you in transforming your life, losing weight, and also doing the healthily way, is first that it's going to be walking and steps. Why do you think we want to get steps in? You're probably thinking I wanna do some HIIT training because that's what you've ever done. You're probably thinking I need to run some sprints. It needs to be hard, it needs to be intense. If this is your mindset, you also need to remember that where you have gotten and where you are right now is because of that mindset. So the breath should know why we always give walking and steps, because it's simple. Try thinking of this in your past tense, or maybe you know someone who's done this, and you're training for like five days a week doing HIIT training. Now tell me how your body feels. How do your joints feel? Do you actually feel strong? These questions all play in a very big role when it comes to why we do steps and walking as a good form of cardio or at least some sort of energy expenditure. It's low intense, it's cheap, and it's easy. The reason why you don't need anything about that is because you don't need to run. That's a lot of pressure on your knees, ankles, hips. Just for those people out there who are thinking, oh, but weight training so bad for growth or whatever it might be, I'm gonna let you know right now that if you are running, that's up to 10 times of your body weight and impact onto a joint. So if you are doing weights training, it's an extra five kilos. You're carrying a bag at best, maybe two cartons of milk. Imagine that impacts now on your joints every single time because you decide to run five days a week. You're going to be putting a lot of pressure on your joints and you'll have injuries. So walking in steps, once again, cheap, easy, and low injury risk. Very high reward for a very low injury. Now, can you walk everywhere and do that as your only form of exercise? That can only take you so far. It'll probably take you through fat loss. It'll also take you through muscle loss if you do it for too long for extended amounts of periods. So that's why we integrate rule number two. Now, you're probably thinking, why is there so much weight and not so much cardio? If your program requires you to do a shit ton of cardio in the first week for your fat loss, you've got the wrong program. Try to picture it this way, okay? You're cooking something and it's got 30 ingredients. Do you know which ingredient is actually making the food taste better? No, unless you've actually broken down every single thing or it's been compiled over time. So right now with yourself, you're like an empty canvas. You may have not trained for six months, 12 months, three years, but we want to know what's gonna work well for you. We know that strength training is gonna work best. We know that we're not gonna chuck in 30 exercises. This is so much more beneficial for yourself. And like I said, we call this low hanging fruit. Why do you think we wanna do low hanging fruit? Optimize and take advantage of doing less and getting more in return. Because if you try and jump the hurdles and try and do as much as you can, and you get all the results, then you have to do even more to get the same amount of results eventually. Your body tolerates it eventually. So instead of doing regular HIIT training, steps and strength training is going to work so much more better for you. There's so much benefit to this, and the low-hanging fruit in this is going to be you get lean muscle mass, which is going to boost your metabolism over time. You get less injuries from impact because obviously that's not what we want. And you also want to feel more confident too. Now, if you want to shape your body, 
you also need to use strength training. If you're only doing cardio, if you're only doing steps, this couldn't take you so far. Being able to actually spend time on something is going to get you better at that. Being able to use a certain area is going to help you. Now, we don't believe in spot reducing, but you can sure as hell sculpt the muscle a little bit better than just trying to do a certain amount of steps and a new hip training too. You kind of want to think of it like a tool. You want to use the right tool for the right job. If you're doing a class-based training and they're doing full body movements and you just really want to focus on growing your glutes or growing your back, the group classes are not going to be suitable for you. It's once again using the right tool for the right job. You wouldn't use a hammer to try and mop the floor. So the next thing I'm going to talk about really, as I try to swipe up on my whiteboard, thinking it's my iPad, you want to see how we can make greater decisions with your health. Because as much as we want to feel the best that we want to, it also takes into consideration of health. So why don't we want to try and drop 10 kilos in the next 10 weeks? Unless you actually had the history, unless you happen to be working with all the great decisions to make this, 10 kilos in 12 weeks can only lead to so much before you get limited as well. I've read my notes and I can't even like go from it. So I'm just going to go from the top of my head. So when you make one, one degree healthier decisions along the way, this is going to help you even further. Now, if you're having roadblocks of like, I don't have time to food prep. Once again, it comes to one degree health decisions that make you make better health outcomes. So although it might be great to eat out of Tupperware for the next six weeks, this is not a one degree movement. And this is not a realistic lifestyle that you can do because you have jumped and missed every single hurdle along the way. So what can we do instead? If you're someone who doesn't have time to food prep, if you are someone who is struggling for time to make food prep, then you are obviously buying food instead. So how can we make one degree food decisions or one degree healthier decisions? Buy healthier food. If you can't cook, buy healthier food. If you're a person who's buying cheeseburgers every single day, Go to the next shop next door and buy something else that's not a cheeseburger. God forbid you eat a cheeseburger six days per week, but if you're that person, then you know you need to make better decisions. If you're a person who's always going down to KFC every single day after work or in the office, and you're thinking that each of the meals that you're having is a better decision, actually find out and see how you can make better decisions by purchasing something. A lot of people will think that you need to do food prep don't get me wrong, I don't think food prep is a bad idea because preparation is key. But food prep is one of these wanky words that we call, it's eating leftovers, okay? Just cook double of what you just ate for dinner, especially if it was a healthy meal, and take it to work the next day. That is food prep. That is actually what's going to help you make realistic lifestyle decisions along the way. Now, what's the best thing when it comes to health? What's the best thing that's going to be working for you is dependent on what decisions you're willing to make. The best thing that's going to work for you is a realistic outcome. So if you're telling someone, and I know it's going to enrage a few people because news is around the corner, but if you're someone who wants to lose a lot of weight really fast, I guarantee it that you're going to do something stupid. You're going to do something like low carb, skip a breakfast. You're going to um, only eat 800 calories. You're going to work on only shakes as well because you want that fast. And then, you earned that right, so to speak, 
because it was the hard way and the unrealistic way. Like, look what I survived and what I was able to do. Although you're able to get there all really, really fast, there's a reason why people who win the lottery are also people who become bankrupt and lose all the money within 12 to, I think it's like 12 to 18 months because you haven't ingrained the actual habits and the lifestyle to, to earn what you think you deserve. So if you lose that weight really fast, just like the person who has lost all their money from winning the lottery, you're probably going to gain that fat back on. You haven't adapted the mindset to actually have that goal to maintain it. If I gave you the best car in the world, if someone gave me a Lamborghini right now, I wouldn't know what the hell to do with it. I'd probably sell it first of all because I don't like cars, but I wouldn't know how to maintain it because I've never even maintained probably my cars to the best benefit right now. So I wouldn't be able to appreciate it, nor would I be able to maintain it. It's the same thing as you do with your body. Treat your body as that car as well. So what can you do to actually understand this? That's why we always drive down the fact, I didn't even mean to say drive, but this is why we always encourage fat loss to be a little bit slower. And so what's the best hit rate for most people? For a good starting point, it's about half a kilo per week, probably for the first 10 to 12 weeks. Then it depends on how your body reacts. You might be a person who actually sees slimmer, you see slimmer results, despite the fact your weight may not change at all. You may actually see that your body is shaping better. And one of my clients, Liz, right now is doing that exact same thing. Her weight's actually gone back up by two or three kilos, but she looks even leaner. And because that's, be that's because she's doing what we call a body recomposition. You wouldn't believe the results that we're seeing right now because she's been able to gain a little bit more weight and she's also starting to look a little bit slimmer. So what you may think and what you may know is something that you have to sacrifice and also understand that you probably don't know enough. The reason why I'm saying that, 13 years in the industry, a lot of degrees up here on the wall, and I'm still trying to learn more about the profession that I'm in and the industry that I'm in. You wouldn't believe how many people tell me how to do my job and how to lose weight, despite the fact they're paying me right now to sit down and talk to me and consult them. Just saying. So I've actually wrote down something else around here, but I can't quite remember it. So those three things are what I'm going to stick by. I'm going to stick to my guns on those three things on why the secrets of the coaches have never been shared and probably because you haven't felt like you've been heard, but I'm going to do the job of all those personal trainers that haven't done that on your behalf. So the first thing is we want to give you low-hanging fruit. If your program is ultimately the most difficult thing in the first week, you're probably not going to make to stick with it either way all the way through. You, knew, you do need to make sure you apply yourself, but if you can't get steps in and if you're making excuses, I'm not going to go down that path. This is about personal trainers. We need to make sure we communicate with you. I'm doing that on their behalf. So number one is getting your steps in. Steps are so important because we want to make sure you can get all the benefits of burning once again as many calories as possible, but in a healthy way, sustainable way, and also something that's not going to give you risk for reward. We actually want to give you a high amount of return by making sure you don't hurt yourself and you can't really do that with walking. It doesn't cost a lot of money. You can do it right now. You're probably listening to my podcast. You should be going for a walk. The next thing is we like to introduce strength training. When we do our strength training, it's better than HIIT training because A, it's a lot easier on your joints. B, it actually sculpts you a lot more. And C, it actually gives you more lean body mass. And once I, once again, I was talking about Liz, who's able to gain one or two kilos, but she looks like she's just lost 10. 
So with this, it also makes you look a lot leaner too than you actually are. So strength training, super simple, super easy, doesn't require a lot of equipment, and all it does is make you look sculpted, defined, and shaped as well. And that's what's going to help you choose anything that you want to wear. And also a lot of people are going to comment, wow, it looks like you've lost some weight. That's what strength training does for you. Now, the last one is talking about making sure you make one degree health decisions. And you may think that these are super hard. These one degree health decisions that you're receiving from your coaches or maybe ex-coaches include drinking more water, includes buying healthier food. It also probably includes um, not drinking so much alcohol or finding better substitutes for it. These one degree healthier decisions allow you to make progress slower, but also allow you to appreciate what you have long-term. Because along that journey, you also adapt the right mindset. We were talking about how if I was given a Ferrari or Lamborghini, I wouldn't know how to maintain it because I've never been able to go through the actual hurdles of having nice cars all the way through and learning to maintain those. So if I got something that was super, super in high value and I'm not even, I have never had the appreciation for it, that's the same thing as you. If you lost all the weight, you wouldn't have the skills and the mindset to actually look after your body of your dreams. Now, if you have any questions, I'm gonna leave it at that, but if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'm actually super happy to always help you out as much as I can. We actually do have a free Facebook group as well. So if you're listening to this on the podcasts, feel free to add yourself into that free Facebook group. There's a few questions that qualify you to make sure you can join in. And also we give a lot of free things out in there. I give form checks out on every Thursday, Every Friday, there's a free recipe that you can join in as well. A lot of things that are going to help you lose five kilos and maintain it. Your first five kilos, you can say, is free on me. And if you have any questions in between, once you pass that, feel free to stay in the group. That's what I do. I'm educating you as much as I can. For anyone else out there who's listening to this live, I want to appreciate you and say thank you so much for joining me. I hope you guys have a great Christmas and a happy new year. I'm going to be live before New Year, so I'll take that back. You just have a good Christmas and nothing else. And I just want to say thank you for your support. If you could, please go into anywhere that you listen to podcasts and just do me a favor and leave me a five-star review. I'm doing these podcasts because, A, I'm bloody passionate about what I do, and also because I want to help the person on the receiving end here, but I would love to know who's actually doing this. So please let me know by giving me a five-star review. And I want to say thank you so much for tuning in and supporting the podcast. Take care, everyone, and keep building momentum.